0: what story do i tell i have people start with that end that end goal what do you want people to do do you want them to sign up for your link buy your product join the community what is the call to action that you have for them and then you reverse engineer it we know that people make decisions and this is the science that you talked about
1: Today's show is sponsored by WinTheHourWinTheDay.com. We help you stop working so hard with our three part formula, team execution and scale. Hey entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is how do you stop the craziness how do you get to your next win well this podcast will give you the answer join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles successes and tips so we can get you quicker faster results no fluff and get you to your next win now would you like to know how to get time back take our quiz we have been working so hard on this i'm so super excited It's been designed to show entrepreneurs, small business owners, their blind spots and provide instant, actionable steps on how to improve. It takes two minutes, it's completely free, and you'll receive customized results instantly. Check it out. Link is in the show notes. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day, and I am your host, Chris Ward. And today, oh my gosh, we are going to have Fun. We've got Rain Bennett in the house. And I am telling you, I don't know if you can listen to the show while you're driving because you are going to want to take copious notes. And speaking of notes, I just finished his book, Six Second Story. And it is chock full of solid takeaways, amazing content, no fluff. And it talks about stories in a way that it has, I feel has never been explained Or really, just the profoundness of using them and and their architecture of setting them up so simply and so effectively. Welcome to the show, Rain.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. And yes, if you are driving right now, pull over, find a rest (laughs) stop, okay? Because we're going to get into it.
1: We are. Okay. Big fan of your book. You know what? Boy, oh boy, I'll tell you, I, I admitted this to you. I, I read a lot of books, especially if somebody's coming on my show and I skim through them. And, you mm-hmm. know, there's a certain amount of filler in every book, and that's fine. I, and I know there's apps out there that'll give you the highlights of any book. I don't want that. I want to find them myself. But yours was, I like, I had to change my plans. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I got to get this book done that's before it rains on this show. It was great. And You just I we talk about stories and stories are important. I've heard the whole, yeah, we around the cave, you know, telling stories at the beginning of time. It's so important. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all got to tell stories. Mm -hmm. But I think a couple of things that you did that were hugely profound for me is one, you talked about the science and how it affects the brain when we hear a story. And then you gave numerous examples tied into everyday living of you know how you're watching a movie and we know they're actors and yet we get emotional and all this other stuff so there's that and then there's the outline and the layout of look here's the story here's how you do it and then you gave numerous examples it really is a fantastic why and how to your book so let's start there because i think it's really um no one really talks about this so why don't you just tell us a little bit about how the brain absorbs stories and why that matters
0: well, listen, I mean, the, the, first of all, I appreciate the kind words that you said about the book. We we worked hard on it. Um, and it is laid out in a way like a story where one thing leads to the next. So there's a lot of people that are like, just tell me how to do a TikTok video. And it's like, well, it, you know, we don't talk about so much the execution, but uh, or what we do later. But in the beginning, we have to lay down this groundwork of like, how do you communicate how your message, your thoughts, your ideas clearly to the next person, to your audience? So storytelling gets misconstrued as a marketing thing, right? A Mm. marketing tactic, a marketing concept. It can be certainly, but the thing is storytelling is a communication tool, a communication tactic. So you can use that for marketing of course Mm -hmm. but you can use it for a myriad a million other ways because it's about communication and connecting with other humans what you do with that connection depends on your mission so yes you can use it to market your ideas and products and services but you can also use it to build communities and heal trauma and to find what you should be doing in your life so all it is is a way for people to connect and communicate their ideas. And so why it's why it's important is because this is the big, the biggest issue that pe- people face. How do you get what's in your head and in your heart out to, to the next person?
1: I think, so I think for me though, like, it, you know, often people will tease me and say, Oh, <clears throat> you know, I tell a good story, but I, what I now realize is we've been misusing the word story. I might tell an antidote of something that happened, and I know to tell it quickly to get to the punchline and not to drag it out. So make it tight, make it efficient, and you know if it's funny. That's telling something that happened. Yes. Versus, you know, that's what I I think I know for myself misunderstood mm-hmm. stories. Right. Or I was talking in a passive event of, you know, OK, my client, this is what happened to a client in the winter circle and then blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, they always talk about how we get 25 hours back a week within the first month of working with us. But first of all, there's a lot of preamble to that. There's yeah. no emotion. There's no as you talk about, you know, transformation is everything. Yeah. I, there's no I, transformation there. So I think I'm telling a story, but I'm not, and not, and right. not in the beauty of what what a story can empower you to do.
0: Yes. So the way I describe a story in as simplest terms as possible is a story is a sequence of events, which you've alluded yeah. to but a sequence of events that has effected change, that has created transformation, like you said. So to tell a story for whatever reason, sometimes I compete in live story slams, right? Story competitions.
1: And who knew and, there was this underground world, but go on. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. There's a really big national one called uh, The Moth. Uh, you might have heard The Moth Radio Hour. They have a great podcast, but it's just, it's, it's, yeah, there's story competitions. Uh, so my goal there is to just entertain people and tell a great story. So you still need that transformation. Now, if we're talking about brand storytelling, which I suppose we're going to spend most of our time talking about today, then there needs to be a point. What is the goal? What is the call to action? If there's not an objective for anything you do in business, what is the point? You need to be able to measure how it's going to be successful. So within storytelling, brand storytelling specifically, what do I want my audience to do? What is the action I want them to take? Right. And then you understand I have this reverse engineered model if I can kind of it's not really a tangent, but it's just going a little bit deeper because often people are like, I don't know what story to tell. What's going to, you know, what's going to impact people? Well, instead of starting with like, what do I say? What story do I tell? I have people start with that end, that end goal. What do you want people to do? Do you want them to sign up for your link, buy your product, join the community? What is the call to action that you have for them? And then you reverse engineer it. We know that people make decisions, and this is the science that you talked about. This is how people have always communicated, always, since the beginning of language, the beginning of humanity is through sharing stories, not through bullet points and information, but narrative. So we know people make decisions emotionally. So then we ask ourselves, what do we want them to do, the call to action? Then the previous step, what emotion would they need to feel to be inspired to take that action? And then you reverse engineer it to the first step. Okay, so what is a story or the story that I should tell to evoke that emotion which will inspire that action, right? And so- For stories, you can't just, you know, we all know people that at a bar or at a networking event that just start rambling off a sequence of events, like, "Oh, well, it happened on Monday. Was it Monday or was it Sunday? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Sunday, and it was eight o'clock, and all this irrelevant." And I remember because it
1: was raining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who
0: cares unless. The rain plays a role in the story, right? I could tell a story about driving and the rain made it made. I have one actually that I tell and the rain was a character in the story because it made things challenging and made the conflict and the stakes higher. But generally, those those bits of information, you're going to lose people. You only need these essential elements and you need to there needs to be some transformation or some change. Here's where I was the story, the journey happened. And here was the result of it. It's simply before and after that story. So that's fine for just telling a story. If you're at a bar at a networking event, but if you do it for your business, then there has to be a point. And in, In the filmmaking world in Hollywood, it's like, or even in folktales, it's the moral of the story, right? Mm -hmm. What is the theme? What What are you really saying with this story about spaceships? What's the real thing? Oh, it's about love. Oh, it's about, you know, working together. Oh, it's about letting go, whatever. You know, there's always a universal theme and that's what you need to tap into. It's not so much about what's happening, but what is the point? What do you want your audience to take away from that? They're not going to remember every detail. So what is the feeling you want them to feel after they've heard or seen your story?
1: So when we do that, and I realized too that a, I guess, you know, I know from writing in school, you're like, oh, that's a passive voice. So when I'm talking about a client saying, well, this is what the client told me. I'm, I, I'm talking really past tense and passive. So how do I create, you know, a, a emotion that's not mine by the client? Like, you know, and I say this, you know, this is the reality. Clients tell me all the time, oh my gosh, Chris, you completely changed my life. Because they were grinding it out, working insane hours. And we get them like 25 hours back a week within the first month of working with us. So now they start yeah. to take care of themselves. They're exercising, spending time with their family. And they fall in love and back back in love with this business that, you know, they wanted to do in the first place or else you could always just stay at a job that you hate versus the overhead you have for your own business. So I get these emotional things where, you know, one guy, he teared up. He said, I didn't even know how off track I was. Like, I didn't know how much I missed my life. Now, how do I tell that story that's not mine and not my emotion?
0: Oh, well, I mean, the things that we connect with are, are going to be, one, the struggle and the feelings that those those create in us, right? So that's frustration. That's, you know, feeling like I'll never achieve my dreams, right? Um, and also the transformation or the goal of what we're trying, the aspiration, what we're trying to achieve. So there's different little bits of that, all of these essential elements to a story that you can focus on. So it's not so much about you having to, talk about let's call him steve talk about steve like how steve felt if you don't know how he felt but you can talk about what Steve went through and it will show we can assume like there's a there's a saying you know the number one one rule in like screenwriting and storytelling is show don't tell so it's not about telling me that Steve was frustrated you can tell me that Steve tried this Steve tried that in his small business and he was never getting ahead and he couldn't break out of this you know this revenue bracket or whatever and we can kind of pick up what you're putting down like yeah that's pretty frustrating you try this you spent a lot of money you still didn't get moved forward I get that. So we're talking about what he experienced. Your audience can can feel, what Steve is feeling, even if you don't have those feelings yourself, because you don't want to speak for him and say, "No, you know, St- you know, Steve considered quitting business altogether." Unless Steve told you that, right? right? But you can tell the people what Steve went through, all the things he tried, and all the things he failed at, and and that's gonna do it to us because we're gonna think about ourselves and like all the things we tried and all the things we failed at, and we're gonna feel those emotions just by just by the sequence of events. Or conversely, we can talk about, and then Steve booked a call with Chris. And the first day he immediately saw ways that he could get his minutes back each day. And then that turned into hours. And now he's got this streamlined business. And now we start hearing those things like, oh my God, how wouldn't that feel Okay, so, so let good? me like, jump
1: in for a sec. Yeah, here's come on. Where I get lost. So, then would, I'm trying to make it more grounded and more present. Cause I think when I'm from talking to you, I mean, it really has been a game changer. So I'm realizing how much everything was passive and past tense. So would I be better served than to say, you know, I remember the first time I met Steve, I thought he was a wonderful guy, but you know, in hindsight, now I realize there was such a tension in his jaw and his shoulders were hunched over. Do I own it that way and move forward in the story. So it's present time and put, no, it's, put, no, 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 no.
0: I mean, don't, 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 don't conflate passive voice with past tense. It's not okay. necessarily the same. Okay. Um, and also this is more of a writing thing, which obviously writing is inherent in, in any storytelling, if, even if you're doing it, but, this is like kind of a classic issue. I'm going to pick on you a little bit, but it's because I love you, but also so that we can learn because what I think that you might be doing here is what everybody tends to do uh, or humans tend to do quite often. It's overcomplicate things. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like
1: me. I resemble that. It's all of us. It really is. (laughs) And so
0: my first goal with any client, let's Relax, let's keep it simple because we will classically do that. And then sometimes we overcomplicate it so much where it gets overbearing and seems unattainable or unachievable. So then what do we do, Chris? Then we quit, we abandon, mm-hmm. we pivot, we don't do it, right? So th- I always use this line uh, and I'm totally biting it from Tim Ferriss. Uh, Tim Ferriss has made a whole uh, you know, career off of seeking efficiency in high yeah, performance, yeah. right? right? So he has this simple question, what would this look like? If it were easier,
1: right? If
0: I want to achieve this, I want to make a million dollars in a year. Okay. That seems really hard when I'm only at like a hundred thousand or something. So what would it look like if it were easier? Right. And it's a good exercise we can all have. So that's what I try to do with people in terms of storytelling. Like all we won't need to hear is there is a problem, a journey to solve that problem, and a resolution of that problem boom 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 beginning middle and end act one act two act three aristotle said it thousands of years ago right that's all it is 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 a three act a three you know part thing a problem to overcome and then of course there's other like pieces of that the feelings the problem created the stakes that were involved if the problem wasn't solved right now we're getting a little dense and a little nuanced right but the very very like you know, fundamental foundation is a beginning, middle, and end—a problem, a journey, and a resolution.
1: Okay, so that, that can makes happen.
0: Sense. 10 years yeah. ago, and now is the resolution, right? So that's the present tense. But you're always going to have the past tense, and so it's—it's it's, don't don't get too caught up in like. Oh, I'm telling something that happened. Like that's fine because most journeys did happen in the past, mm. right? I There's think only- I was getting
1: confused when it's not my story how to create emotion. But you're right. Here is the architect of a you know of a yeah, problem, so the, I the can emo- still do the same thing.
0: Totally, the emotion doesn't yeah. come from the past or the present. It comes from the struggle we empathize and connect with people through shared experiences and we do it more so through shared struggles like if if i had a soccer game last night and i got a goal you know people will get that and they can empathize like cool i've gotten a goal before that was fun but what they really connect with you on is like oh my gosh i was at the six yard line i was right in front of the goal and i shanked it then they're like oh my god dude i've been there like I know what that feels like. So shared struggles is what connects us even more than just you know vaguely shared experiences,
1: right? And I think where I was getting stuck with the Steve story was because it wasn't my story, so I thought I was losing impact by not being able to say these were my emotions i was embarrassed because it was somebody else's experience but i think you're right we still have to have the transformation and i can talk Uh, like there's narrations in movies they have a third person narration of course well
0: here's the thing if you're telling a brand story this is what i call a success story okay you have your own stories but a success story would be one that you're telling of a customer where you know it's kind of like a testimonial for you you're helping them and if anyone out there knows donald miller of the story brand world yeah. building building a story brand he's 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 one of our our icons right in the storytelling space um i don't believe that every story you tell should be this but he talks specifically about brand storytelling where you you are not the hero of your story
1: right, right? right.
0: your your customer is your client is you are the guide the guru the mentor mm-hmm. that comes along and helps that person through it so you talk about steve he was going through this and then when I met Steve I was like, "Oh, you know what? I think this might help you. Let me let me give you, you know, a little bit of what what we've been working on, etc." And then you show the transformation that you kind of helped mm. helped him have, but it's mm. Steve's story. You just play a small mm. role in it. Today. Okay. And you don't have to say there's no way Steve would have been successful without me. You just tell them what you did with him and they'll pick up what you're putting down. Remember show, not tell. And so if Steve was struggling, then Steve, uh, you know, worked with you. And then Steve was not struggling. We can understand that, that you helped him, you know, usher him into that new world. So, um, yeah, that would be a success story when you're telling someone else It's very, very effective because you're trying to find other Steve's out there. And when other Steve's when Rain sees he's struggling with the same issue, and he sees a story about Steve struggling and then he sees a solution that worked for him. Maybe it can also work for me. That's how it works.
1: And that's the beauty of your book too. And yes, I could win the Olympics for overthinking things. Now I have, Mm -hmm. I'm recovering. I've been working really hard on it, (laughs) but that is the beauty of your book is you do lay it out so simply. And then of course, if, if you're really talented and try really hard, you can take that simple formula and then try to mess it up by adding, Oh, well, what if it's third party story? Okay. Whatever. I got it. Okay. So that also sometimes I hear this thing of, you know, part of it, like, let's say you're doing a video or like a hook, it's almost like starting what they describe is in the middle of the story. So let's say I'm yeah. telling a story I got in a car accident and then is, 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 am I still, I call it starting in the middle. Where I might say, I didn't even see the car coming instead of the intro to this is why I was in the car. What's happening. I didn't even see the car coming. Oh Oops.
0: yeah. Um, uh, th- so this does is the formula
1: the- still start from there?
0: Okay. This is, oh, this is a, this is a great question. I don't get this one a lot. It gives gives me a a lot that I can talk about. I said something
1: smart. Write that down.
0: (laughs) So, so uh, yes. First of all, I would say this is a uh, a um, device that is used in Hollywood filmmaking all the time. It's it's called in in media res, starting in the middle. Right. Okay. So this is any movie that you've seen. That all of a sudden, it's just like you start start you fade up from black, and then all of a sudden you're like, boom, boom 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 boom. You're in the middle of a battle, like Saving Private Ryan. Right. Right. Boom. There is no preamble. There is no intro. We're in it. We're at, we're on the beach at Normandy getting shots at us. Right. So you're like, you're hooked already because it's like, Holy crap, what's going on? How, you know, yada, yada, yada. How are they going to get out of this, et cetera. So the first thing that we need to do when we need to learn with anything, basketball, music, writing brick laying whatever is the basics the fundamentals right the fundamentals of a story are a beginning right Uh, the problem that we face a journey to solve the problem the resolution of that problem and of course you can break that from three steps down to ken adams story spine which is eight steps joseph campbell's hero's journey which is i think 17 um yada 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 you can break that down as many steps as you want to um once you understand the basics, then you can get creative with it. Then you can look at it and say, okay, I know I have, let's say it's a five part. This is Shakespeare's model, right? <clears throat> let's say it's a five part story. I have five, I've broken it down to five pieces. Okay, I've got one, two, three, four, five. That's the logical chronological order. So what would happen if I put part three before one? So it went three, one, two, four, five. This is like Quentin Tarantino's, you know, expertise, right? Is timelines that are kind of all over the place then you can do something like that because it would be really powerful if we just jump straight in into it. Right. So certainly mm. you can do that. First, I want you to master the basics and understand. Okay. Don't try to jump out and be Tarantino. Start off with classic Steven Spielberg, you know, one, two, three, four, five, and then you can see a ways to, 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 to play around with it. But I love that. Like starting <clears throat> in the hospital, when the wreck happened, you hook people in and you make the the whole point is making them want to know what happens next. Right, Mm -hmm. And so if you started off with like, I was driving one day to work and that part of the story lasted too long, Mm. we don't understand why, you know, what's the point? What are we, it makes us, it doesn't make us say what happened next or how did that happen? If you're like, I never expected to wake up in the hospital this morning automatically, because this is, this is psychology, right? This is brain science again. This is called an open loop. It spikes our dopamine. This is neuroscience it has been proven. There's an open loop. We cannot not close that loop, right? We have to have, our brains have to close that loop. We have to know what happens next. That's why you watch a ridiculous video that you have no interest in because your dopamine levels are up, you know, and your cortisol is up and you're wanting to know what's happening next. So when you start off like, I never expected to be in the hospital morning the, the you know hospital bed this morning. I that's an open loop and I kind of want to know like well how did you get there? And then if it's kind of mundane and it's like oh you know I had a reg- regular physical I just ter- just turned 40 okay bored got, I'm out. out yeah but if it's like you know I was driving to school I got in a wreck and I just made it out of my life alive if I hadn't have done one thing there's no way I would have made it Holy crap. What was the one thing? Right. Right. Open okay. loop. And so when you get masterful with this storytelling thing, you understand how to open those loops for your audience and you just weave them back and forth. This ebb and flow, this rhythm of storytelling that puts your listener, your audience in a hypnotic state because you're pulling them back and forth, opening loops and closing loops. One thing leads to another and each open loop, each scene that you have, should close but then immediately open another one so Mm -hmm. and lead to the next event so that they're still with you okay if you start losing their attention they will they will move on they will scroll on to the next thing so now we're getting we're getting a little a little bit dense but but this is this is how you do this thing called storytelling in an incredibly effective manner
1: and i think this is again the beauty to you know you guys got to check them out online you have to read this book but i think this is the beauty to what you do is I, you know, stories, yes. Tell stories, do stories, all the blah, blah, blah. We hear about it all the time, but you have stripped it down to the bone. So you're like, Oh, okay. Excellent. So Mm -hmm. that's fine. And also clearly somebody who does this with great passion, when you're quoting all different story formulas, like, oh yeah, I guess Shakespeare has one. I guess this one has one. Okay. We don't, we don't know who the cool people are in the story formats, but you're rhyming them off. So we'll believe you. (laughs) So I (laughs) think what it is. Yeah. It's like, okay, here's our inventory. And what you're saying is, you know, master the basics, you know, like you learn how to make spaghetti with some noodles and ragu sauce before mm. you start going, you make your own sauce and homemade pasta. Mm. So here we are, here are the basics. This will get you far. And then, yeah, but here are the rules of engagement. And here is what makes a story. And it's the transformation. It's creating emotion and some of the other basics that you mentioned. And and that's what the the beauty of, I feel that you provide such clarity is, it's so lot, It's so easy to get lost in the story of teaching us to tell a story. Where you have such clear bones and clear inventory, it makes it, you know, it makes it almost it's about, exciting. <laughs> it's
0: all about that. I mean, what we call that, Chris, is getting getting lost in the sauce, mm. right? You, you, and it's real easy to do that because you know we nerd out as humans. We want to know more. We want to know how to do it. We want to be great. We want to be masters. Everybody wants to be a master, but nobody wants to put in the work, right? um everything comes back to basics and progress and process right let's take just i'm reaching here basketball right you don't learn how to like crossover or you know finger roll or dunk on your first day you learn how to dribble how to just keep the ball under your hands keep your and even before that you learn how to control your body and then you learn the basics of shooting layups right free throws just basic shots then you start to learn how to how to get funky with it right put your own twist to it are you going to be more aggressive and powerful are you going to be smooth and rhythmic you know for a while chris i was in the fitness space i did a documentary film on extreme calisthenics calisthenics is push-ups pull-ups bodyweight exercises And there was this culture, there is this culture of, uh, of freestyle calisthenics and what they were doing was, was amazing with their bodies. And so I actually trained and taught people in in fitness for, for several years, what I specialized then, not unlike what I specialize now in the storytelling space is helping beginners get from zero to one or one to two my specialty in that fitness calisthenics world was helping like women get their first pull-up who've been told their whole life that they can't do it right Mm. or people just to master their their body weight not do the crazy things that my film was was about those people and same thing in storytelling i'm not helping uh nike and apple Uh, And Budweiser be great storytellers, right? They have the biggest and best agencies, million dollar budgets to do that, right? I'm helping the same types of people, beginners, solopreneurs, small to medium business owners, nonprofits, anyone that is uh, overwhelmed and under-resourced, right? As a documentary Mm -hmm. filmmaker, that was my life. That is my life, right? You're always under-resourced and trying to achieve a lot with a little. And so it's all about the basics. But if you, here's the thing, If we're talking back to basketball or we're talking back to fitness or we're talking back to storytelling, if you ask any expert, any high performer, they will always echo what I'm saying, which is all the greats master the basics and they keep coming back to them. Yeah. Why is Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, why is Kobe Bryant... Still in the gym at four thirty in the morning, doing layups, right? Yeah, dribbling drills when he's one of the best that ever played, right? Because all the greats master the basics. So we study from them. Success leaves clues, right? Yeah. so there's people kind of in the middle that try to jump too far ahead. If you do the basics very, very well, that's all you need. You don't need the super high tech gear. You don't need to understand perfectly. Joseph Campbell's hero's journey like you know what what is the you know the you know what I don't even want to get into that too quickly, <laughs> but, but you know let you me know let me add to things. that
1: though Is I think what's happened though, previous to you, I feel like stories were put together as a clump. You have to know how to tell stories. You have to create emotion. Boom, boom, boom. But Mm -hmm. as you talk about the beauty and the importance of the basics, I again need to praise you on the fact that that's in the book and it has never been laid out so well before. And it really is show and tell. You really could follow it and then just go, okay, here, I have this is my example. This is what happened to me now. I'm going to follow on this page his outline and do it and i've got a story so i think previous to reading your book it just was this big clump of things that we are supposed to do and supposed to know how to do but you just broke it down so beautifully i
0: appreciate that you you know what i and that's by design because what i think is missing in the storytelling space is you have a lot of content out there about what you should do tell stories for your customers to attract your, your customers and why about the neuroscience oxytocin cortisol dopamine yada 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 uh, but you don't have a lot about the boots on the ground, tactical, yeah. daily, how you do it. And that's where I come from. So that's what I tried to, or that's what I try to achieve with all of my content.
1: Well, you did it. Gosh, darn it. You oh, did it. <laughs> so so I was like, man, it was, <laughs> man, it's a good book. Anyhow, all right. Where can people find more of your brilliance? My
0: brilliance? Oh my gosh, I love you so much, Chris. Uh, so listen, <laughs> n- I will pay this forward and say the brilliance comes from my mother uh Geraldine who gave me a name that not too many people on this world have my name is Rain Bennett i promise you folks listening if you want to find me i am very googleable if you type that name in you will find me that is all my handles rain bennett uh there are probably none none of us with my full name there are a couple of rain Bennett's out there i once had a, a An uh, arch nemesis who was a 12-year-old girl who found out her name was uh, Rain Bennett as well. Anyways, (laughs) I digress. (laughs) But yeah, RainBennett.com is where I am. Six Second Stories is the book. But listen, I say this anytime I want to show – I love what I do. Genuinely. I live it. I breathe it. I am happy to talk to you free of charge. Shoot me an email. Like I said, I'm very easy to find. That's by design. But let's talk about it. Right. Uh, I I share a lot of free content. I really, really enjoy this. and, And it is the way that I am trying to impact the world because I believe that we all have stories that are powerful and we can help people, and we can impact the world. But the, the thing is, finding out how we are uniquely designed to impact the world versus someone else. Each one of us, and then I'll say this final thing plenty of people have your skills out there in the world, and many of them are more skilled than you'll ever be at that thing. But zero people on this planet, zero have your story. And I Ooh. don't think we leverage that as much as we should. It is the one unique thing that we possess that no one else ever can. Anybody can get your amount of money. Anybody can get your connections, your gear, your knowledge. No one can get your story.
1: Well, drop the damn mic. That is a good point. All right. (laughs) (laughs) That was fantastic. We so appreciate you, Rain, And everyone else, we will see you in the next episode. Hey guys, don't miss out. Hop on over to free gift from chris.com. That's free gift, G-I-F-T from chris, K-R-I-S.com. We are constantly putting goodies in there just for you guys so that you can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it.